the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Uh, You want just a little idea of how severe Hurricane Ian is? Uh, Just made landfall a few hours ago. I mean, just a few hours ago, it has just begun to traverse across the state of Florida. There are already over one million people without power. One million people people without power. Now, it's very hot in Florida, obviously, even this time of year. Uh, That means no air conditioning, but it also means no refrigerators, no freezers. Um, And unless a grocery store has emergency generators, and some in Florida do, massive problems with uh, loss of electricity. So, uh, just gives you an idea of just how bad this storm is. And uh, it's just beginning its journey across the state of Florida. So pray for those folks down there, please. All right, we're going to go to the phones, and we've got Mike in Northwest Columbus. Mike, you're on Bobberty Live. Thank you for calling, and welcome. Uh, hang on just Okay, I think we got you. All right, Mike, go ahead. Yeah, and Biden's never succeeded at anything. I don't know why he thinks he's going to end poverty. Perhaps he should not spend hundreds of millions of dollars in the infrastructure bill to tear down racist roads and highways and put that money, give people a little bit more money than they're giving them now. Well, for the liberal left... It's all about just more dollars, more money, more dollars, more money, more more dollars. Um, I've forgotten what school system. Um, uh, it's not that important. It was one of our local schools. It wasn't Columbus. It was one of the suburban schools. And uh, they posted on Facebook a couple of days ago, we've got to have the next levy passed. We've got to have the... It's always, we just need more money. We just need more money. We could end poverty if we just had more money. We could end all hunger if we just had more money. And, Mike, as you know, that is not the answer. That is not the solution. And I keep going back again. The war on poverty has been a colossal, monstrous failure. So why would it work today if it's never worked before? Never, never, never. Yeah, I know. It's just it's never worked. I don't know why he thinks because he has the idea it's gonna work work any better this time. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. But, this this whole thing of socialism. Bernie Sanders is a loud and proud socialist. You know, he's a loud and proud socialist. 
Uh, AOC is a socialist. Joe Biden has very, very definite socialist leanings. And here's my challenge. All right, here's my challenge to all of you who are listening. I would almost, I imagine most of you agree with me on most issues, but I'm sure we have people in the audience. You disagree with almost everything I say, and I hope you're there. I hope we have tons of those listeners who listen and they don't agree with anything I say. Number one, I want to challenge you, but secondly, I hope you'll challenge me. Keeps me honest. But here is my question. Give me one instance of the success of socialism in the history of the world. Give me give me one. Just one. Where socialism kept its promise. Okay? I would love to hear you. A prime example, of course, is Venezuela. If you look at the history of Venezuela before socialism, it was a beautiful, wonderful, wonderful, prosperous country. And look at what socialism has done. Poverty rates through the roof. Food shortages, inflation going crazy because of socialism. Uh, Here's another experiment, all right? Just just do this. It'll take you just a few minutes. Uh, Do an Internet search, all right? And when you do just a broad general Internet search, you're going to get all kinds of hits. You're going to get liberal sites, conservative sites, political sites, non-political sites. You're going to get everything under the sun. Just type this in as a search. How many people have died because of socialism? Just put that in. How many people have died because of socialism? And then if you want to go just a little further, type in, how many people have died as a result of communism? Now, communism and socialism are not the same, but they're first cousins. They're very closely related, and one can't get along without the other. So, you you got it? Type in a search. How many people have died because of socialism? And then how many people have died because of communism? And you will find that the numbers are staggering from all kinds of sources. And I mean all kinds of sources. You will find dozens of sources, reliable, reputable sources. Adolf Hitler is lifted up as probably the most evil person in human history in, in modern human history and responsible for more deaths than any other person in modern history. It's not true. He was an evil, wicked, wicked man. But the deaths that Adolf Hitler was responsible for pale in comparison to the deaths from socialism and communism. I do not know of one country in all of history where socialism has been a success. 
Now then, take a look at capitalism. Oh, capitalism is evil, wicked. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. Capitalism is terrible. Yeah, really? Take a look at the results of people and how they fare under capitalism. Capitalism is built on greed. Um, Greed is a problem for capitalism. There's no doubt about it. It is a problem, and it's a difficulty because there are humans, and humans have a fallen nature, and that fallen nature is very greedy. But I double-dog dare you to compare how populations of countries fare under capitalism and under socialism. Now, do that for yourself. I say it often. I mean it. Don't believe me. Okay? So you got your homework. How many people have died from socialism? How many people have died from communism? And then when you've done that little bit of homework, then ask yourself this question. How is it possible that we are reaching the point in America where a majority of young people have a more favorable view of socialism than capitalism? Ask yourself that question. How is it possible? Because people don't use their brain. People don't do any research. And people want free stuff. That's our human nature. We want free stuff. And socialism promises free stuff. Socialism promises... We're going to end all hunger by 2030. It is a blatant, socialistic, evil, wicked lie. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Ah, let me say again, I love this audience. One of my listeners just sent me this after my discussion on socialism. I said, give me one example of when socialism succeeded. And uh, one of my listeners did this very tongue-in-cheek. Okay? Here it is. Acts chapter 2, Bob. So there, take that, Brother Bob. Better not ask that question to a believer. Yeah, Acts chapter 2. But he went on to say, by the way, did you know that Acts actually inspired Karl Marx to come up with the concept of communism? And then he said this, a more interesting question is, why did it work for them, but not for us today? I am so grateful that this listener asked that question because I should have thought of it, and I didn't. Many people who are Christians, who support socialism and even communism, point to Acts chapter 2, when they had everything in common. They all brought everything together. They sold everything. They pooled all of their money. They pooled all of their possessions. And they established, basically, a commune. And that's the root word of communism, commune. 
They lived in a communal existence, and I would suppose you could say that those early Christians practiced communism, socialism, and I have no problem with that, because I don't think you can deny it. They had everything in common. But here's the problem. It only worked for a short period of time. It worked because the day of Pentecost had just come. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. They were absolutely, absolutely committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and the leading and the direction of the Holy Spirit. And in that circumstance, and in only that circumstance, socialism or communism would work. But here's the problem. Those people had to deal with their flesh. And that's why you never see this communal lifestyle ever repeated again in the New Testament. And in fact, you have books like 1 Corinthians, where Paul is addressing a church, a church of believers in Jesus Christ. And instead of writing to them and saying, I am just so thrilled to hear how you are all living together in peace and harmony and you're sharing everything and and everything is equal and I just want to commend you. Oh, no, 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 no. Paul writes to the church at Corinth and says, what is wrong with you people? You're a bunch of carnal, backslidden, backbiting, bottle babies. Get your hearts right with God. I'm coming to you, and I'm not happy. (laughs) That's the message of 1 Corinthians. I'm not happy with you, and neither is God happy with you. You are a bunch of carnal bottle babies. I wish I could give you some meat, but you'd choke on meat, because you can't even drink the milk of the word. Get right with God and repent. And again, he says, I'm coming and I'm not happy. (laughs) That's why the communal existence in Acts chapter 2 lasted such a short time. As they got further away from the day of Pentecost, they had to deal with their flesh. And by the way, Paul, who wrote that angry letter to the church at Corinth, talking about their flesh and their backslidden nature and their carnality, that same Paul said, oh, man, I got a confession to make. (sighs) Everything I know I'm supposed to do, I don't do. And everything I know I'm not supposed to do, that's what I end up doing. I am a wretched man. Yeah, that's what Paul said. So, if you could find a group of Christians who are absolutely, totally, completely, unconditionally sold out to Jesus Christ, like the church in Jerusalem was for a short time, communism would work. But it wouldn't work for long because 
we may be followers of Jesus, and we may have been declared holy and righteous because of the work of Jesus Christ, but in our flesh, we still struggle, and we still have self and selfishness to deal with. And so, that's why we have laws, government, and that's what Romans chapter 13 is all about. Romans chapter 13 is not the antithesis of Acts chapter 2, but it's the balance of Acts chapter 2. So I am so grateful that uh, this listener brought this up, and again, he was doing it tongue-in-cheek. But many, many people point to Acts chapter 2 and say, see, the Bible teaches socialism. Um. Not really. You don't find it anywhere else in the New Testament. Now, you see Christians helping Christians. Paul spent a great deal of his time ministering to individual churches, and when one church was in need, Paul would go around and collect offerings to take to another church. There's a lot of that in the New Testament. But not communism or socialism. So... um, When someone throws that in your face, I hope you'll have an answer. Hey, thank you so very, very much for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful evening. Hope you get something to eat like I'm going to pretty soon. But please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.